2: My house. In the of Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I'm Toddie Herman, and you're listening to Ion Real Estate. We are the longest-running show on talk radio. That's all about real estate and everything that touches real estate, and that's just about everything, if you really think about it. Uh, actually, I was out and I saw a few. I was at a at a real estate board in New York event and i saw a big commercial guy and he said tani you know i listened to your show so i decided to do one so we'll have to listen to his show and see how it stacks up but he does more of the commercial uh we i'm broadcasting i'm in florida i was lucky to just get out yesterday Um, how is it in new york andrew
3: it's awesome, Dottie. We're gonna get three inches of snow, and I'm already gonna build a snowman. I got my stuff all ready, and my son and I we're, we're gonna we're gonna put the carrot on the nose. It's gonna be amazing. I'm gonna send you pictures. How you I'll doing? Do
2: that. I'm sick as a dog. I got so I really you know I have a flu, and then I caught an infection in my lungs. And I just decided let me just get a flight and get out of the cold. Even though I love snow, and as a kid. Those are my fondest times, having snowball fights and making igloos. Uh, but you know, <laughs> it's it's nice here, and it was hard to get a fly that. A lot of people must have had the same thoughts. Uh,
3: I'm sure. You,
2: you, but that's what keeps you, you know, young, and you know, kids love snow, right? Okay, you know, like uh, I'm still a
3: kid. I love it. I oh, love it. Oh, I'm like I call myself Daddy the kid. Daddy the kid, because I love the snow. I think it's the best.
2: Well, always stay a kid, okay? I think that's great. I, I, I think that to be young at heart, always. And that's why I think it's great to be around kids, because they're a lot of fun. And sometimes when you get older, you get stuck in your ways. But living in, in, in New York and and growing up with I, – which I remember a lot more snow then, uh, we had a ball, sleigh riding, uh, you know – Snowball fights, building igloos. So I don't think you're going to have that much snow, but we'll see. Uh, But we're saying three inches. Yeah, well, That's not. not, I mean,
3: yeah, not much, not much, nothing.
2: Not much, but it's something, right? It's something. Um, you, You, you know, everyone. You know, obviously, I think everyone knows Andrew by now. Andrew Leave and Andrew's firm is Leave at Law, and he focuses on all phases of real estate and everything that has to do with real estate, as we like to say here and andrew is also a wonderful lecturer teacher and a columnist if you ever if you have any legal questions just give us a ring at 866 970-9622 that's 866 970-9622 and because ace is traveling in a seminar we're very lucky to be joined by his counterpart tom drew hi tom
4: hey good morning donnie how are you
2: i'm good i'm good i'm Good, And I'm glad to be away from the cold for a couple of days, but actually half of New York is here. So I, well, my friends are all over the place, you know, <laughs> Who's here? Just, You're it's home. really amazing.
5: Right. Your home.
2: home. Yeah, it's just amazing.
5: Um, I wish know, we were there weekend. with you too. So uh, I'm not yeah. as excited about the snow as Andrew is, but uh, we'll make the most of it.
2: Right. So I know Ace is traveling, but in any event, um, we want to thank Citizens. Um, citizens help its customers reach their potential by listening to them and by understanding their needs in order to be offer very tailored services. I always tell you, one size does not fit all, okay? So you need to really sit with them and talk about your personal goals and, and what you know, things that are important to you. Um, you can easily find more information at citizens bankcom That's CitizensBank.com. Or if you prefer calling, you can call them 24-7, anytime that's good for you. Uh, and if you're an insomniac like me, you can even call them at 3 in the morning at one 800 That's one 800 Now, this is a short show because, again, uh, there's no. Yes, there is. Uh, so Syracuse's home game and the pregame coverage starts at 1130. So if you have any questions, you'll have to get them in early, uh, because we are preempted by, but I have a, a guest that's coming on it. And I don't know if any of you ever have watched that show on TV, the hoarders where they hoard all, well, it's like, you can't even believe what they, Oh, hoard. it's the worst, okay. the worst
3: study. Oh,
2: like you've seen it, Andrew. It's hard, oh, yeah, and, oh, it's hard to believe. It's
3: hard to believe. The the things they live in, the meat that they have in their places, they just leave old meat. I, I, I'm so excited about this guest. Tell us who's going to be here.
2: Well, um, if I can say the name, that'll be very. you'll be very proud of me if I can, but I don't know if I can. I'm going to try it. That's why I try. wanted you
3: to do it. I couldn't do it.
2: Okay, well, <laughs> well, Well, then you try it too, and then we'll see who comes closest. Doctor. Yeah. Fu Jen. Nezer Rogue Lu. All right, you try it. I don't know if that's right, right. but it's close.
3: All right. I, I, I was trying this morning because I wasn't sure if you were going to make me do it, so I was practicing. Let's see. Dr. Okay. Fu-jen Nezer-Rugulu. Oh, you're
2: going to sound We're like going to ask her. I, th- I think you had a better, like, ring to it. Anyhow.
3: I, well, I'm I was gonna practicing. Ask-
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I'm going to ask if I could call her Dr. Fu-jen. You know, just to make it lovely. I like that. Like, you know, just... But she is the the director of the Biobehavioral Institute in Great Neck and a member of the Scientific Advisory Board of International OCD Foundation. She is the foremost, one of the foremost experts on hoarding in the whole Northeast. The doctor wrote two important books about hoarding, Overcoming Compulsive Hoarding and Why You Save and How You Can Stop and What Happens to Children of Hoarders how to minimize conflict, reduce the clutter, and improve your relationship. The doctor will be on 11 a.m., and you don't want to miss it. And, you know, there's all levels of hoarding. I mean, when you see the ones on TV, the house is falling apart. They can't even walk. There's no bath. I mean, it's just it's, there's bugs it's all extreme. over. It's extreme. I know people have asked me, how do you know if you're a hoarder? Because there's some people that— maybe just collect tons of newspapers or tons of, you know, it might not be that extreme. So we're going to ask her, how do you know? I mean, that's one thing I know I'm not. I'm a freak on clear and clearing clutter. I hate clutter. But um, it's very rough on the family. And I don't, you've seen the show sometimes and you see the kids, they can't have any friends over. They don't even have a place to sleep. It's, it's a, and it's a sickness. I mean it's not And Dottie, she
3: she gives good ideas for the kids. It's very important for these kids. As you're saying, it's a sickness. And she gives I was reading some of this book because I have family members, who like to keep everything. And as a kid you get so anxious and you don't know what to do about this stuff. And this book about the children, that's what we gotta ask about. That's very important stuff. And I wanted her to teach me how to get my mom to say, When in doubt, throw it out.
2: Oh, I like that. When in doubt, throw it out. <laughs> I like that. Right. And and as I said, it's a sickness. And if you've ever seen the show, they don't, these people, it's like they're like prominent people. They just never let anyone in their house, so nobody really knows. And even their kids sometimes can't, uh, they can't even believe what goes on. So we're, we're, I'm excited to hear about her because that's really something that, um, as I said, if you have it or if you know somebody who has, who's a hoarder, um and that's another thing I want to ask her, Andrew. What if you know someone, whether it's your mother or your father or a relative, what, how do you go about it? So she'll be on eleven yeah. o'clock and I just spoke to Brad Inman. If he gets around to it he'll stop by and say hi to everybody. Um Oh I love
3: Brad. Brad's the yeah, best. Get him on. Oh.
2: He's just a genius, 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 really. And his 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 Inman's coming up in uh New York in the end of the month, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, the end of January. Everyone's got
3: to register. they got to register. Dottie, you said you were at that Rebney banquet, though, and I saw some radiant pictures of you. What do we miss from this? This is a big thing, this Rebney banquet, for people that don't know.
2: Well, it's the Real Estate Board of New York. uh, And, you know, it's unlike, I guess because I've been, you know, on MLS in Long Island and MLS in Westchester, and the Real Estate Board of New York is a little bit different in the sense that it's consistent of not just brokers or real estate brokers it's commercial and residential and big landowners that own a lot of the buildings and uh interesting so it you know it it awards uh people who have you know are recognized who are leaders in the industry and uh it's great but as you probably know andrew since you deal with them 24 7 real estate people are chatters they like to talk so when everyone's speaking, they might as well not speak. They might as well just take huh. notes. Okay? Because nobody <laughs> is great. really – they're all talking, you know? And, and
3: yeah. everyone is,
2: you know. So it's like one – but it was, it, it was, you know, some of the biggest people, you know, in the city and biggest families and landowners. And I got to tell you, when it comes to New York City, when they've gone through crises, those, those people have come in and tried to, you know, save and help the city – uh, very, They're very involved with you know everything in the city. So it was a great event. I was sick, but I, I could not miss it. I could not. So anyhow, speaking about numbers, we just released yeah. our uh, rental reports, and I think I told you. Market share of landlord concessions, meaning what the landlord gives up, you know, to, you know, sometimes they don't make the price less, but they'll say, okay, I'll give you a month or two, an extra month, or I'll do this and that. They decline, so they're not, uh, you know, they're not giving as many concessions. And the highest gain, believe it or not, was at the highest end of the market in rentals in Manhattan, the top 5%. That showed the highest okay. rent gain. And I'm, I'm going to guess, and I'm just guessing here, as my opinion, that... The highest end of the real estate market is suffering and not suffering, but it's kind of stagnant in New York. And I think that it's because of an election year. That's what happens. People just kind of back off and hold. They it. freeze. Yeah. yeah. Brooklyn, annual increases across every price, you know, every, every level. And, it's hot. Uh, yeah. And in the Northwest Queens, the same, it's pretty hot. Rentals are, you know, big. Big Westchester as uh, single family median sales prices high went higher, and the luxury market kind of remains said stable. And by the way, when I refer to the luxury market anywhere in the country, the way we classify the luxury market, you take the top ten percent of the market. So it would be a different number in Ohio than New York. It'll be a different number in Westchester. It's the top 10% of the market. That's considered the luxury. Let me take a quick call before I continue this uh, great news because the home buyer demand hit its highest level in 11 years across the country, which is big news.
3: Wow. Smashing it.
2: Yep. Rick, let me take your question. Hi. Good morning, Rick. Thanks for calling Iron Real Estate. How are you?
5: well I've been waiting all week this is not even my issue but thank you for taking the call real simple I have a friend who's I have a friend who's trying to sell a co-op the okay. co-op wants x amount but the actual sale would be x amount less so the question is how can they make legally make a deal okay so the so- co-op yeah
2: like, Angela- Did you get
5: exactly what he said? Say that one more time, the co-op. Well, I want to loop it back. Yeah, I want to. So tell me. Okay. The co-op says that they have to sell the place for, we'll say, the number is 320. The buyer and the seller have accepted a deal for the the actual market rate price, which is about 280. So there's a difference of 40,000. How can they legally make a sale with the co-op saying, well, the sale has to be a minimum of 320
3: dollars Toddy, I think we got this question last week, too. This is yes, a, a frequent well, thing that's it's going on. All right,
2: well, but listen, it was from someone listen. else, the same question. Yeah, but I, but yeah I
3: interesting. People,
2: well, that's it's happening. I love, when, I love when people call, because if you have a question, a million other people have the same question.
3: Yeah. So let's try to And this happens that. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, want to give a did they submit? Opinion? Well, I just want to know where we are
5: now. So did they submit to the co-op board yet? Uh, no, because of the fact that the actual owner of the co-op has been led to believe that they could, they could make a, uh, <laughs> an under-the-table deal for the difference between the actual sale price and what the amount that the co-op board says they have to sell it for.
3: So So let me attack that part.
2: That part's easy,
3: Rick. That part's the easy part for me to help you with. Never, ever, ever, every listener out there, never, ever, ever do an under the table part of your real estate deal because the government considers that tax fraud. So, I can start with that part really easily. On your transfer tax returns, you have to pay them whatever the number is. So, if the co op board isn't, uh, am I getting from you, Rick, that the co op board's not going to accept the current offer?
1: Well, the co
5: op states that the, the property must be sold for a minimum of 320 That happens. Yes.
2: I, I- I see that happen a yeah. lot. So, and the reason that happens is the co-op board thinks, well, you're selling it too low. And if you're selling it too low, it's going to hurt our future sales because they're going to look and say, "Oh, this apartment sold at 320. Why would we pay 370 or 400?" I don't I don't, I don't hurt the
3: whole building. So, Rick, there's this thing called the business judgment rule is really the legal answer. And a co-op board could do anything that they want, as long as there's not self-dealing for a specific board member that's making this decision. And they're not doing anything that's like intentional discrimination. In plain English, if one of the board members is setting the price higher because they have another buyer that they're trying to steer to their house, that would not be okay. But if the board's just doing it, Dottie's suggesting, and Dottie, that happens all the time, is they're saying that you're going to hurt the market value of the whole building. Every purchase in a co-op is subject to the board approving it, and the board is just exercising its discretion and denying it. So to answer your question, the only way to sell it is to get a buyer that offers more money. And that stinks, but that's the reality.
2: One other suggestion, I think I might have said it last week, was if you get the broker to get comparable properties in the building that sold – And you can justify that they're, you know, these are the sale prices. We didn't, they're not higher. You might be able to convince them. uh, But truthfully, there's not much you can do. And maybe next week, Andrew, or something, when we have a regular show and we're not preempted, we could talk a little about why we tell people before you buy a co op, not that you shouldn't. But you should know the rights because they're different than when you not a co-op. A, yeah, co-op. They're different than when yeah, you. Co-op. Own, when you differently than mm-hmm. when you own property, because in a co-op you own shares in a corporation. Basically, you don't own the actual real estate. So you're buying oh. into a club. Yeah, you're buying so into a
3: club, and you got to be able to play politics with these people. And Dottie's idea, so smart, Rick, is that. And I want to, I had a conversation with my sister about something like this. She called me up and she said, do I have the right? Do I have the right? And I was like, you don't have the right. So when you don't have the right, you got to kill them with kindness. You got to educate. But it's all about the attitude in which you educate the board. And you have to explain to them that they're going to hurt everyone in the building by making these prices too high. So their goal of helping is actually going to hurt. But you kill them with kindness. Go to that baked by Melissa, get them some cupcakes, tell them how smart they are, and try and motivate them to do things for everyone good. You gotta be positive. Positivity kills everything.
5: So if I was to tell my friend that's involved in this, I would basically say to him, Listen, what you're attempting to do that's under the table would be a hundred percent no good, illegal. So uh,
3: 100%, it's kind of interesting because I loop back to Dottie had um, Brad Inman on a while ago, and we were talking to Brad, and Brad, and we were asking about moving to Palm Beach, and Brad said that he likes to sleep at night, and he doesn't like to do things illegal. He does everything by the book, and I, too, do everything by the book because when you get hit by the taxing authority, it's just not worth it. You know, it's just not worth it. That was X. so nice of you to call us up, Rick. Thank X, you.
2: Rick. Let us know the results. We're going to be right back. Yeah, please back.
3: do. And everyone else, call us up.
2: Yeah, we always get lonely if you don't. We'll be right back and we'll finish you a little more about what's going on in the market. 866 970 9622. We'll be right back after the break.
6: Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just $19.95. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor Pete and Seth Talbot created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only $19.95. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384.
1: Whether you need help with drafting a will or trust, power of attorney, health care proxy, living will or protecting your assets from nursing home costs, Connors and Sullivan's goal is always the protection of your rights and interests. The professionals at Connors and Sullivan have been helping people like you plan their estates and protect their families for over 30 years. I'm Mike Connors. Come to our office for a free initial consultation. Talk with me or one of our experienced attorneys to see how we can help you protect your family, your assets, and your legacy. There is no one strategy that fits everyone, but the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is no planning at all. Call Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law today to schedule a free initial consultation with an attorney at any of their convenient locations in Brooklyn, Midtown Manhattan, Queens, and Staten Island, 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500, or visit their website. ConnorsandSullivan.com. Hey, hey, hey! My dad is bringing home the best birthday
5: cake
2: ever!
1: It was my fifth birthday, and my dad was bringing home the cake.
2: Should have been here a half hour ago.
1: The cake never made it, and neither did my dad. 911, what's your emergency? That was the day a drunk driver killed my dad. Daddy? Impaired drivers take lives. Think. Sponsored by the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. Aired in cooperation with the New York State Broadcasters Association.
4: Hi, Kevin McCullough. The next Dining Out Dialogue at the Hunt and Fish Club on January the 24th. Special guest co-host Carol Markowitz in person. And guests, former supermodel Elizabeth Pipko and Fox News superstar Laura Logan. Call 212-575-4949 for reservations
1: cancer treatment with possibly a second chance for you even if chemo radiation or surgery didn't work meet new york's only harvard trained triple board certified radiation oncologist it's the radio surgery show with dr Gil liederman sunday nights from seven to nine on am 970 the answer
4: listen to am 970 the answer on alexa tune in iheart or radio.com in an era where it's tough to know which news outlet to trust at a time where it's difficult to find facts Not just opinion. There is an oasis in the news desert. It's the Cats Roundtable. John Katsimatidis, the personification of the American dream who built a multi-billion dollar business empire, talks with some of the nation's top newsmakers every Sunday morning at 8.30 a.m. You won't just hear partisan spin. You'll hear directly from the newsmakers who are shaping the news cycle in the city, the country, and the world. On the Cats Roundtable. You won't just hear about politics. You'll hear about science, business, education, animal rights, and any other topics that you're interested in. Catch the Cats Roundtable. Every Sunday morning, starting at 8:30, right after Morano in the morning on AM970. The
1: answer. It's I on real estate. Got a question? call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman.
3: Welcome back. back, welcome back. Um, yeah, so, Dotty.
2: We're back she- and we are just I just want to share we have some questions, but I just want to share just some interesting in 2 seconds I'll take them. But I read this thing, which I don't think that it is true in New York, and maybe I don't think a lot of parts of – it's not true everywhere. But this is a national uh, number, and it says that buying is more affordable than renting in 53% of the U.S., but not here. Wow. Um, F- well, 53%? Uh, of the United States, buying is more affordable than renting.
3: In the majority. The United- That's amazing. No, I can't. That's why I'm shocked while you're saying this. So, like – um, unbelievable well, we're not
2: used to that so yeah um, I live in, York. in Florida and I just want to say congratulations Florida uh and congratulations Douglas element in Florida they've done such a great amazing job uh, but South Florida is a hotbed and this was uh in the Mansion Global magazine of high-end sales with prices increasing in Miami saw the largest jumps. And luxury home prices in South Florida in some of South Florida's most affluent uh, enclaves, continued to grow in the fourth quarter of 2019 into 2020. Miami Beach, which now this is where it gets, we have to like kind of decipher information. Miami Beach took the top spot during the last three months of 2019. Now, if you go back last year, they were saying that Miami went down. Well. It went down from the height of the market, but it was still up. And uh, the median sales price of luxury single-family homes in Miami Beach, again, the top 10% of the market, jumped 66.6% uh, compared to the same period in 2018.
3: That's huge. Yeah, that's huge.
2: A similar phenomenal phenomenon occurred in Palm Beach during the third quarter when luxury home prices skyrocketed. Listen to this. 229 percent in palm beach okay so i i guess That's off the I, charts yeah yeah well listen okay you know and again uh as states like florida which benefit people vote because they you know they famously have low state local and property taxes and become appealing for wealthy buyers And then as they get older, I'm making a general opinion statement. This is only an opinion. I think they don't like the cold as much. Uh, So anyhow, let me take a quick question and then I'll go back to some of the major happenings.
3: Dottie, before we do that, I just want to clarify something so everyone understands on that last conversation we had. There are a lot of lawsuits where people will sue the co-op board about them artificially inflating the price. And the real question, if you want to go into the legal mumbo jumbo, is whether the board had authority in their bylaws. So if someone really wanted to invest in it and go look into the bylaws and say the board overwent their authority, there's a lot of lawsuits. Like I was looking it up over the break, different lawsuits on this stuff. It's just that generally the board has the authority so i want everyone to know that there could be a lawsuit because we get these callers sometimes that go well you said this and my friend sally had this happen there could be lawsuits against the board but one of the things you and i i think believe is very very important is is it worth it like this lawsuit is going to cost you tens of thousands
2: andrew let me say this yeah two things tell me First of all, uh, you know, if, you, if, if the, the difference is like a million dollars, maybe it's worth it. But I'm sure we're not talking a lot of money. Exactly. So, you know, that's number one. And number two, I stress to you for the last 10 years that I've been on the air, when you buy a co-op, don't try to read it yourself. Bring it to a real estate attorney such as Andrew or somebody that you know is a real estate attorney. Don't give it to your son-in-law who's a, a divorce attorney. He'll do it for free. He doesn't really want to do it to begin with. But second of all, it's not his expertise. And make, exactly. sure, you, make sure you understand the rights you have and what you don't. And again, we're talking one size doesn't fit all. They're very... Each board has a different set of rules. So one board might be more lenient than another board.
3: Exactly.
2: So, so, Dottie said the most
3: important part, and I want to echo it again, because this is something people have trouble with lawyers on. They always say, can I do this? And the question shouldn't be can. The question is, should I do this? And the answer is if the. Am I.
2: Did we lose you? We lost you. So anyhow, if you can hear me, then what Andrew was saying before he got disconnected of some sorts is that it's not, it's, it's, a, it's a decision on whether you should do it or not. How much really do you have to gain? What's the cost of the litigation? But I will tell you before that, you really need to look at when you're buying a co-op, you really need to bring it to an attorney Look at the rights that you have. I mean, as long as they're not discriminating, they can turn down. A, they can turn down your buyer. So it's fine as long as you know it. But I would not buy one that I didn't really look into first. Um, so important. We are back. We lost. I'm you. back.
3: Yeah, I was in the middle of just agreeing that, and I don't know what part you heard, but well, what I hear, this is so I important, Dottie. I, I
2: love everybody.
3: it. You do great, uh, uh, Dottie Esquire.
2: No, no. I tell everyone, don't try to be Well, a you know how, when you're
3: not. But you know how it works is that in a law firm, as long as I'm supervising, you could help as my, my sub-paralegal for the day. So we did this together because we're doing this together, and it's great. And I think what you said, Dottie, is just – and I want to say it again – this – how much is it? How much if it's a million dollars it's worth pursuing? If it's 20 grand, it's not. And just because you can doesn't mean you should. So I just I love that. I I was so happy you told everyone that.
2: Well, it's you know, it's a call. Sometimes you want to prove a point, but it doesn't even mean you have the right to do it. So yeah. before you even start a lawsuit, you have to look at whether you even have the right. Let me take a quick exactly. question from Gina. Hi, Gina. Happy long weekend. I don't know if you were off Monday, but a lot of people are. Can you,
5: yes. you hear me,
2: Gina? Yes. Mhm. Hi. Hi, Gina. Hi. So, what's your question today? I know with the new rent laws for rent stabilized, that uh, right, they can't do an increase. You know, jack it up. What about for rent control, and if it, especially if it's like a family member, like an uncle and niece, can? If something happens to the uncle, can the niece take the apartment without having them raise up the price a tremendous amount? Well, I don't think they can raise it a tremendous amount anymore. I mean, the, the the rent rules really are in favor of the renter, in my opinion. But Andrew, you want to legally give her an answer for that?
3: Uh, I think it's a a great question. Really, the rules, just so you know, the new laws that came out, the Housing Stability and Tenant Protection Act had rules about rent controlled, rent stabilized. They actually had something about what's called Emergency Tenant Protection Act, too, which is another form of rent regulated apartments. And Gina, the basic answer is that they can't raise it, as he's saying, except, except if you put someone in there outside of the law. What does that mean? There's a way to do succession rights. That's what you're asking. And if you just do it yourself, they're going to say, hey, you're illegally subletting this place and we need to evict you and get market rate. So as Dottie was saying with our last caller, it's very important to not just do, not just call your nephew who's an attorney that does medical malpractice, but to speak to someone who does rent regulated units and transfer it properly. Don't just act and ask for forgiveness. Do it right the first time. I hope that helps you out, Gina.
2: Okay. Yes. But it shouldn't. But 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 speaking aside from all that, tell there's me, there's a movement trying with the the rent owners that own the buildings who are trying to contest some of it because it's really very weighted for the renter, um, so they're not allowed to raise it a lot. But I think we've had some attorneys on that specialize in it, and frankly, yep. what you what you're gonna if if. You want the, a small raise if they fix the apartments up. You don't want them not to fix it up. If you have a rent-controlled apartment, that's like gold. It's hard to get gold. them. Okay. Yeah. It's like owning real estate. If, if I, so, Gina, I would make sure that you guys do it right because you want to keep that. That's like hard to get. They're very hard to get. You want to make sure that... Your, uh, if it's your uncle that he tr- that he's able to transfer it right or that you know there's you know and you have to read what the, the rules are but make sure gina, you hang on to that call
3: a lawyer gina if you call a lawyer and if you want to call us um anytime after speak to the producer and he'll get you my number and i'll try and help you out but don't just do it because when people just act with rent control or rent stabilized they look at that as a chance to evict you please don't do it the wrong
6: way
2: all right Thanks for calling, Gina. Thanks for calling, Gina. We'll be right back again. We have a commercial break. And then I'm going to tell you, you're never going to guess Tom and Andrew. Tell me. Who's the fastest growing housing market in the world? Oh, I want to know. In the world. The cliffhanger. We'll tell you right after the break.
6: This is a Jackson Hewitt tax service announcement. Don't want to wait weeks for your tax refund? That's a reason to go to Jackson Hewitt tax service. File your taxes with Jackson Hewitt and ask a tax pro how you could get up to $3,200 fast with a no-fee refund advance. It's a 0% APR loan from Metabank that's available before your tax refund is, so you could get money when you need it. Go to JacksonHewitt.com to learn about availability, terms, and how you could get money on a prepaid card fast, like today fast. Go to Jackson Hewitt today. That's Jackson Hewitt.
0: Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced. Free. Just Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-459-3174. Super Beta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-459-3174. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. Call 1-800-459-3174. 1-800-459-3174
1: Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue and company and other factors. Not available in all states. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage. With the help from the pros at Salem Surround, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. SurroundNewYork.com. Connecting you with new customers.
4: Take AM 970 The Answer anywhere you go with our mobile app. Get in on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Radio.com. Dr. Sebastian Gorka sees trouble for
6: Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi has lost control and has no idea what she is doing. She chooses the man who has deservedly obtained The greatest reputation for dishonesty, Adam Schiff. And that takes some doing. She's lost it, and this is going to be most enjoyable.
4: America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 3 on AM 970. The Answer. Brought to you in part by Connors and Sullivan Attorneys at Law. Whether you need help drafting a will, trust, power of attorney, or healthcare proxy, their experienced team of attorneys have been helping clients plan their estates for over 30 years. (laughs)
1: It's i on real estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. Yeah, that's what I like.
3: Welcome, Welcome back. back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you. So Yeah, so we have question, Dottie in Florida. Tell me.
2: I said, okay, we are talking all US and Florida. Okay. Let's talk global real estate, and I left off with saying, "What is the fastest growing housing market globally in the world?" Any I Tom, know. you want to guess, Tom, or do you have any guesses?
3: Um, I'm a, going with Hong Kong. North I North. want Hong Kong. What do you Northeast, say, Tom? you say?
2: No, in globally, so it could be. A, it's not oh. not in the United States. Okay, well, this is from Knight Frank. And um, Budapest uh, reclaimed its title because they had it as the fastest growing housing market in the third quarter of last year from Knight Frank, with residential wow. prices rising 24% year over year. Um, and it was, it, was, it, was, it was the top fastest growing place in 2018. But then you got to be on your game if you're number one. It was taken over by China. Okay, Uh, but now it's coming back. So it's uh, China and uh, Budapest are neck to neck. And uh, among 150 cities around the world tracked by night for 78% of the cities around the world saw positive growth last year. Russian to Russian cities, St. Petersburg and Moscow also strong prices. Now I'm not saying anyone's moving there. Hey, but you sound so smart when you can be at a cocktail party and talk about that. Uh, so that's uh, that's what's going on worldwide. It's Budapest, parts of China, Moscow, L.A.
3: <coughs> L.A. made the list. Interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you guys uh, at Douglas Elliman have a relationship with Night Frank for people to be able to buy things in places like that too, right? To go international. Yeah. That's yes, pretty cool. We-
2: they're all over the world, and they really are a company with very much, uh um, just very smart. They're 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 brilliant. I love them, and we have the same, you know, same. Uh, how can I put it? We we have the, it's the same goals, and we're very selective about who we work with. There, we so we have a great affiliation with them, and I'm in. I've gone to all their meetings, and they are all over the. The world and obviously we're not going to try to sell real estate in another country it's not our expertise so if you do have a need but we also get from them when they have someone who's trying to buy in the u.s which is more likely um they make sure that we get them so uh you know what i andrew you're i don't know if you're from huntington but you're from long island i just read something is this true for long island uh, that the they are, the state controller is capping property taxes at. They're talking taxes on Long Island, and their the school taxes will be capped at 1.81 for 2020. That's I read of- that too.
3: Yeah. 1.81 it, isn't that is that interesting like so what the biggest we were talking about this last week it was we were talking about remember when we had we had our expert on tax grievances he said school tax make up the most of your property tax and i live 20 minutes from huntington i live in smithtown but they like to tax us there too so this is good that they're they're capping it well i don't know if good because as you point out we we need the schools to be having money to help us out so what i'd like to see is them not just capping taxes but as you keep telling us and i I, politicians you got to listen here you got to consolidate some of the buying and purchasing so yeah the the back back end end. yeah Yeah.
2: because one thing i can tell you look the schools are great uh, and you know you don't have to send your kids to private school and i think the schools are great they're great westchester they're great in a lot of places but that's the majority of the taxes so i think that you want to keep the schools great but you also maybe can do some buying you know things of that nature like in a in a a much bigger group and they're working on it but we'll see what happens
3: They're going to listen to us, Dottie. We're at Ion Real Estate. We're going to make change happen because I use the public schools. I used to send my son to private school. And I said, Why am I doing this? And I went to the schools, and the classrooms are great, and the energy is phenomenal. But why does every district buy their own supplies? It's so dumb. They need to buy pens together.
2: True. True. Yeah. And by the way, there's a lot of news about Meghan Markle, and I don't know how that's going to happen. The princess. Yes. Yeah, but the her, princess. But in, ca- but in case, uh, well, well, it's pretty much pretty uh, for a conclusion that they're moving or she's there in Canada. But anyhow, if you want to buy her home before she was married, uh, when she was working as an actress in Los Angeles, she and her first husband lived in a four-bedroom, three-bath home in L.A. in the Hancock Park neighborhood, and the home went on the market last summer for $1.79 million. And now it's at 1.75, so it's been on the market a while. And uh, if you feel like buying it, I'll get you all the information. Uh, So she's selling that home. I guess they feel – time to move on.
3: And and it's a decent size. It's 2,200 square feet. Like this is – and she lives in a castle now. She doesn't need the house. So you have good bargaining power because imagine having to upkeep a castle. She needs to get out.
2: Well, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I had a call. I had a call from a woman who probably has called me for the last five years. Every year that she wants to sell her property in New York City, and every year, you know, I went there initially and once, and then I went there again. That's how I got to know her so well. And she really always never did it. Okay, so she calls me again this year. Well, Dottie, what do you think? You think the market's bad? I said, "Do you really want to sell it? Well, should I rent it? What do you think?" I said, "You can't time the market perfectly ever. Do you That's want so to move important. on with? Do you want to move on with your life? Yeah. Or do you want to just?" Play? She said, "Well, I've never done it. So there's part of her that emotionally is tied to her all because remember what you live in you." W- A lot of us, I'm one of them, are emotional. I loved what I lived in. And even when it was time to move, I felt bad.
3: Yeah. You have (laughs) memories there. It's so important. Yeah.
2: So she's ready. She goes, I'm ready to move on. I said, but you've been ready to move on for five years. So you and your husband need to sit and chat and talk and really decide if you want to or you don't. She said, well, we don't spend much time here. We spend a lot of time in Florida. doesn't matter. You're emotionally, you have to decide, do I want to sell or do I not want to sell? You know, I mean, uh, and, 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 um, home ownership becomes emotional for a lot of people and I'm one of them. So you, you.
3: You- so Dottie, I'm reading this thing that says some homebuyers value their real estate as much as their therapist. And the reason why they do that is what you're saying is that it's so emotional that the real estate broker needs to be a therapist. People don't realize that your broker, what'd you say, five years she's been calling you? Like you know so much more about her than probably even her family at this point.
2: Well, you know, that's a great story. And next week I want to talk about it because brokers get a bad rap. And the truth is, Now more than ever, people rely if you have a good real estate broker, they're worth their weight in gold. If they know how to negotiate, if they know the market, if you know, and when I um if I ever looked for property outside of the market that I know, I would always before I had a home in the Hamptons, I didn't have offices there at the time. Douglas Ellen, we weren't open, I opened up after I had a house there. I went to three different brokers and this one broker stood out out of all the brokers and she knew everything. She knew, she just knew everything. And I worked with her. I, she called me the buyer from hell. <laughs> but How'd you
3: take I, that? How'd you take that? <laughs> no, I was
2: good. I knew I, yeah. you know, in, those, in those days, you know, people came out on the weekend. So okay. I didn't want to, I, So, the, so you know, they came with their husbands. So I would say, just show me a lot of stuff, and I'll come during the week when you don't have as many customers. And I okay. know, but she was really valuable because at that time I didn't really know the market there. Now, of course, I do know it. And 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 and, and not only that, a lot of times it's really also, what do you want to risk? Do you want to buy? Do you, do you plan on being there? And brokers really, really, really. Ends up getting to know a lot of their customers, as you said, Andrew. It yeah. over time, they sh- it's a it's a it's a personal thing. It's not like commercial real estate, which is numbers. It's not as personal. Anyhow, it's psychological. I'm not gonna talk ab- yeah, I'm not going to talk about it today because we have a short show. But I do yeah. want to talk about what what your thoughts are. Um, there's a planned closing of Rikers Island's jail, and. Uh, it's a track to shut in 2026 and what people think that means for any place around that. I don't know what they're going to put there. I wonder what they would put there. Um, yeah. Maybe
3: it will be LaGuardia Airport or something. Maybe they can make that a little bigger.
2: Well, they say they're talking about that. You know, we'll yeah.
3: see. Yeah. Like getting to LaGuardia a, is enough to t- need therapy itself.
2: I have a, <laughs> some questions here that were that people sent us. Um, says, Dear Dottie, I am legally subletting a two-bedroom apartment on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. The couple I rented from I've had a change has had a change in their lives. The man's mother is very sick, and they want to move back to the city now to help take care of her. My husband and I still have five months left on our lease, and had hoped to renew. The couple offered to give us back the entire year's rent if we leave. What's your advice?
3: That's a good question, Dottie. So what we're hearing here is that they have their lease left, but they got the sad story from the landlord that the landlord wants to come back. But I think a key thing here was the couple wanted to renew, and I don't know if that's going to happen if the landlord wants to come back. What do you think over there, Tom?
2: Well, the, the, the landlord's not going to let them renew it, okay? The no land- chance. Or, because they need to be near their sick relative. The landlord offered... Now, they only have a couple of months on the lease. So when the lease is over, they can't stay if the landlord doesn't renew they're it. They're done. But the, but the landlord I was I, very... I would, say,
4: I would say money but, talks, you know, if they're willing to be yeah. that accommodating and, and give
2: them I that... I agree with you.
4: To, yeah.
2: So. I agree with you, Tom. The landlord has offered to give them uh, the whole... Uh, they, they have five months on their lease, and the landlord was give them the entire year's rent back.
3: That sounds like a good deal. I, we all vote yes. Take it. Take we it. We vote take yes.
2: It. Take it. Even though you <laughs> want to be anonymous, we won't say your name on the air, but say you take it. because and, and the owners are doing, the landlord's doing the, a nice thing. They don't have to do that. So that's really nice. There's another one. Die. I have a brownstone. I live in is set back from the building next door. And I can see about eight feet of the side of the building. The paint is peeling, and while the front of that building isn't in bad shape, the side that faces, oh, I hear a lot of sounds, somebody flipping something, Um, the the side of the building isn't in bad shape. The the side that faces our building is really ugly. I asked the other tenants in my building if they would chip in and pay the owner of the building next door to have the wall painted. My neighbors were furious at the thought. I say that getting a better view is worth a few thousand dollars. Beth, I won't even say where, but it's in New York City. I agree with you, Beth. That's so. I think.
3: Yeah, I think, you know, I, ugly is ugly.
2: I mean, if it's really an eyesore, first of all, depending on the number and how many people are splitting it, because if it's too high, then maybe people just can't afford to do that. But it also not only that you have a better, you know, when you look, it'll be nicer. If you ever go to sell your apartment, or you know, or if you're, I don't know if you're renting. But if you if you own the apartment, it's going to get you more money back anyway. um, I think you have to negotiate with the landlord because. You know what? I don't think it's an absurd idea. And if the landlord who can get a free paint job, maybe he'll chip in and do half with you. Or maybe that's smart,
3: Dottie. That's actually a really good idea. You just made it cheaper because now it's not just the people in Beth's building that need to do this. But you go to the landlord and you say, listen, maybe you could come up with some money, too. I like that.
2: Andrew, you know what I I tell people on my, you know, when I do all my social media? I was like, and I know you, the worst that can happen. Don't be afraid of the word. No, the worst that can happen is someone says no. And when yeah, they say no, they don't always mean no. They might mean no today, but tomorrow I might change my mind. Okay? Nobody. Well, that,
3: that's what makes you a great broker, Dottie, because brokers never hear the word no. They just keep going and they go. And that's what. And a consumer like me, and I don't know if people know this, even a lawyer, no hurts you. But you got to listen to that broker. And what's the worst that's going to happen? It's so important.
2: But in anything in life, you know, it's not yeah. like real estate. Okay, don't be aware, afraid of the word no. Okay, no. What's the worst that happens? It's not the end of the world. Somebody says no. We are going to be back after the eleven o'clock news with Doctor Fu Jen. Fu
3: Jen. Fu Jen.
2: Yes, and we're going to be talking about. Hoarding. And we're going
3: to say yes to decluttering. Declutter.
2: Yes, declutter. Okay. We'll be right back. You're listening to Iron Real Estate, 866-970-9622. We'll be back. The way love always been for
0: me.